This last Wednesday, I interviewed the seven youth who are going to be confirmed here in just a couple of weeks. One of the questions that I asked each of them is, why did God make you? Why did God make you? Each of the seven gave different responses. That's the question I want to ask you guys this morning. Why did God make you? I don't know if you've ever thought of that. It's true, because He loves us. That sounds very, almost common, but it's true that God loved us into the world. But He doesn't just leave us there. He wants us to love in return. He wants us to be in heaven. He wants us to be with Him forever in heaven. I want to give you this example. Imagine for a moment that Dickinson is heaven. Dickinson's not heaven, by the way, but imagine that. Imagine that Dickinson is heaven. The road to get to Dickinson is Highway 22. We know that Jesus is the way to heaven. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus. So imagine that Highway 22 is is Jesus. He's the way to get to, to heaven. When we drive from Kildare to Dickinson, what do we do? We drive in a car. Imagine that the car are the sacraments. The sacrament is the vehicle that Jesus has given to us through him to get to heaven, beginning with baptism. But without fuel, the car goes nowhere. Without fuel, the car just sits there. One needs gasoline. One needs transmission fluid. On days like this, you need washer fluid, too. (laughs) Without faith, hope, and love, the car doesn't drive. One can receive baptism. One can receive confirmation. One can come to Mass every Sunday. But if one does not have faith, nothing happens. One needs faith, one needs trust in God, one needs love, loving God as well as one's neighbor, in order for the vehicle to drive. Without the three theological virtues of faith, hope, and love, nothing happens. The car just sits there. Today in this series on the sacraments, I want to talk about anointing of the sick. This sacrament was given to the church, first of all, by Jesus. We see that in John chapter 6, excuse me, Mark chapter 6. And then we see it reiterated, and the right that we have today, it's given in in James' letter, chapter 5. He says, if there's any sick among you, call for the priests of the church and have them pray over them. The Lord will raise them up. You'll save them. I talked about that last November when I talked about the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Some of these points I want to reiterate. The sacrament of the anointing of the sick used to be called extreme unction, meaning that, that people would only receive it at the point of death. Like if someone's literally on their deathbed, the doctor or the, the nurse or the family sees like they're going to die in the next couple of days here. 
Then one would call the priest and one would receive the sacrament. It did not begin that way, so the Second Vatican Council restored it to its original sense. It can be used at the point of death, but it's also given when someone is in danger of death, meaning someone's going to go in for surgery, someone is is um, having some type of illness like cancer or some, some other deadly illness. One doesn't know the day the person's going to die, but there's a possibility that they could die. There's, they're in danger of death. So the church encourages us to receive that sacrament during that time. If a person is conscious and able to speak, one should go to confession ahead of time, particularly to confess one's mortal sins. And then they would receive the sacrament of anointing. If they are unconscious or unable to speak, they can still receive the sacrament, assuming that they desired it. And then, in that moment, if the person has faith, their sins are actually forgiven. The sacrament of the anointing of the sick has the power to forgive sins. It's why only a priest or a bishop can administer the sacrament. What are the effects of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick? It first of all brings great peace to the person's heart. It, bring, it gives them the, the strength to fight that final battle. Because as, as you all know, and for those of you who have been sick, when you're in that moment, there's a, lot of, there's a lot going on in your mind. A lot going on. Is this the time you're going to die? Is this the time that, you know, well, what's going to happen? It can be very anxious. So the sacrament gives peace, but also strengthens trust in the Lord. One is able to recognize one's sins, and in recognizing one's sins, one is able to trust in God's mercy. It can heal the body physically. That has happened. But it always heals the soul if the person has faith. And it strengthens the soul, again, like I mentioned before, for that final battle. One can receive the sacrament more than once. The grace that I would like you to pray for, as I mentioned last November, is pray for the grace that, that you may receive the sacrament on your deathbed. But don't wait for your deathbed to receive the sacrament. If you're sick and you sense that there's a danger of death, call me up. Receive the sacrament. Don't wait. Pray for that grace at this Mass.